Hello and welcome to the Moving Curve. I'm Rukmini, a data journalist based in Chennai. Every night on this mini cast, I consider one question around the novel coronavirus epidemic in India. Tonight I'm considering this one. What went wrong in Mumbai? It's day 108 of the novel coronavirus epidemic in India. For some time now, Mumbai has been the epicenter of the crisis in India. By this I don't mean that the epidemic originated here quite far from it in fact Mumbai registered its first case on March 11 more than 40 days after Kerala's first case but in the days since the city has packed on the cases and now has 1/5 of all of India's cases and nearly a quarter of all of India's deaths Mumbai's case fatality rate is higher than that of most other cities another cause for concern For the last few days Mumbai has been registering between 800 and 1000 new cases every day which is more than the number of new cases New York City is recording each day and placing it among the worst hit cities in the world currently The journalist Sukanya Shanta has reported that over 180 jail inmates and staff in the city have tested positive And it's not just these numbers From all accounts Mumbai's hospitals that are equipped to treat COVID-19 patients are full. On April 16th, reporters Lata Mishra and Shruti Ganpate of the Mumbai Mirror along with photographer Sachin Haralkar described a frightening scene in the city's hospitals. In the parking lot of the city's KEM hospital, they stumbled upon a 66-year-old woman, feverish and with a history of heart trouble. who had already tested positive for covid for 30 hours she had to wait in a wheelchair in the parking lot as the hospital first tried to find a bed for her then sent her on a drive to another hospital that again said they had no bed and then finally got her admitted to st george's hospital in the same harrowing article they describe how the husband of a pregnant covid 19 positive woman whose due date was the next day struggled for 24 hours to get her admitted to a hospital and it finally took an MLA's intervention to get her a bed you've probably already seen that viral video of several unclaimed bodies in Sion hospital just inches from where covid positive patients are being treated and then yesterday a twitter user by the name nitya ganesh posted a heartbreaking story of how long it took his father to get tested and diagnosed while awaiting the test result his father's condition deteriorated he says i rushed him to the nearby nursing home who declined to admit him stating they need covid negative certificate for admission i tried hinduja leelavati nanavati raheja fortis reliance healthcare etc but in vain none of them got him admitted stating they have overflowing with covid patient finally i took him to sain hospital where he was tested and remarked as death on arrival they gave me death note as natural death he writes this is a breakdown at multiple levels of the public health machinery and paints a very worrying picture of mumbai's capacity to handle the epidemic when it isn't even at italy levels of surge i spoke to tabassum barnagarwala the indian express's outstanding reporter in mumbai who has documented other such stories of people falling through the gaps herself She says that coordination is really one of the key issues. There are multiple problems happening. Um, 
there needs to be a proper coordination for uh, informing the bmc that there is a bed available in so and so hospital right and there also needs to be proper coordination in admitting people who really require hospitalization right mildly symptomatic people or moderately symptomatic people who just need say oxygen support and can be put up in uh, these jumbo facilities like nesco or nsci where they have put up beds with oxygen they could be actually shifted there right because there is a lack of coordination in these things critical patients are not getting beds government hospitals are now trying to uh, trying to get real time updates so for mm-hmm. example there is a km hospital where there's one person who's discharged they yeah. will inform uh, the 1916 helpline number of bmc that we have one bed which is spare right that is happening right. now i mean that that procedure is getting more smooth now but right. i think there's still scope for improvement There isn't a shortage of critical care beds, she says, but private hospitals have not stepped up. The BMC and the government is ramping up beds every day. I mean, almost every day there is one ward, five to six beds, new beds which open up for COVID okay. patients. A huge problem is how private hospitals are participating in this pandemic. Right. At least in Mumbai, there is no participation. Private hospitals have, as on today, only thousand beds for critical patients. Right. So it's a really small number. It's optional for them how many beds they put forward. Uh, no. So now the government is in talks with uh, the private hospitals, and they have been asked to double their facilities. So uh, as on today, there are thousand beds. They've been asked to have two thousand three hundred beds, I think, in by May thirty first. And hospitals are supposed to sort of coordinate and tell the government these are the number of beds that we can allocate. Right. Right. So they've been asked to ramp up their facilities as well. Okay. but even so uh, government is uh, taking care of 80% of covid patients and uh, private hospitals just handling 20% one of tabassum's most striking news reports was from may 7th when she found that 44% of the city's deaths were of muslims i asked her why she thought this was the case and she said there were other reasons too but here was one key issue feel i think a big issue has been after this tablighi jamaat thing even though maharashtra did not have tablighi cases they have just 69 cases hmm. and only one death has been linked to tablighi okay uh, what had happened was uh, people were people were really scared in the minority community of reporting symptoms right. and uh, i think there was a gap in government realizing this and quickly addressing it i mean using religious leaders molanas to convince people to come out and report symptoms uh, it took time to start that procedure right meanwhile a lot of people uh, in the muslim community started falling sick and most of these are from chawls and slums okay where social distancing is difficult where even awareness about you know the symptoms and reporting it the whole system of how you know you fall ill you go to a quack you get medicine that whole procedure was actually delaying their hospitalization right. i think that was a major reason why there were so many deaths in muslims because we saw residential and high rise areas where muslims were getting the infection and right. they were not spreading it to others right but in slums and chawls there was it was like a wildfire it is like a wildfire bad coordination dense living conditions fear among the most vulnerable it's a pretty deadly combination but it's also a nimble energetic and well run city here's hoping it gets the situation under control fast thank you for listening this episode was edited by anand krishnamurthy tomorrow a new question